When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday night, it's brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea, and tonight we're being joined on the Tiny Stage by Christian Montgomery. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, thanks. So for those who might not be familiar with you, and I know there was a great article just recently in the Patriot Ledger about you, but give an introduction of who you are. Um, well, I am a singer-songwriter who has spent the better part of his life trying to get the attention of everybody. Um, and this record seems to have finally, uh, is finally uh, kind of, uh, uh, well, maybe just started something that seems to uh, uh, be taken off. I don't know. I, I can never tell. Sometimes uh, I read one article and it's a great one, and then the next one says I stink, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's great. The album is, is The Gravel Church, which, uh, when, when, when was the official release date of that? Uh, the official release date was uh, April 12th of 2020. Awesome. And I've heard you uh, on, on various radio stations across the Boston area. So that's that's very cool. Yeah, we've been uh, we've got picked up uh, um, Bay State Rock, which was uh, Carmelita um, from WAF's uh, show for the better part of my lifetime. Um, they just started up again online since AAF closed um, on uh, Sunday nights. And she's uh, she played us and, um, you know, Boston emissions. And um, we've we've been we've been making friends. Yeah, Carm uh, and, and Oedipus, Carm uh, from AAF and Oedipus, when he was doing Boston Emissions on BCN, th- those are basically the two reasons why I'm doing this show today, just yeah. from their, their they, influence. They were the groundbreakers. They really were. I mean, um, they're, the, they're the people that really put the local music scene on the map. Absolutely true. So how are you doing during this whole COVID-19 madness? I'm doing okay. Um, I have, uh, I've been working construction since I was young. Um, it's just what my frame was built for, and uh, I've also been uh, fishing to supplement my income, uh, trying to keep our heads above water. My wife has been out of work for the better part of the uh, pandemic, so it's kind of been on my shoulders to keep things rolling. And so, uh, you know, between uh, trying to make some money selling music online and my my uh, cut hours and day job. I'm so we're we're managing. It's okay. We're we're going to be all right. That's good. That's very good. So talk about your your history in in the Boston music community. You mentioned that you've been uh, you've been around for a while. Yeah, I've been uh, I have been around for a while. I don't want to date myself. Um, my wife says I look younger than I am, so I don't like telling people how old I am. Um, 25, <laughs> 20, yeah, 25, 26. Um, but, uh, I've played in several Boston bands. I mean, I played in bone dry system, which was a pretty successful band. I played in hybrid minds. I played in this great band called under Eve with former members of neon Jesus for a while. Um, some great artists. Um, and then, uh, for years I had the Christian Montgomery band, which kind of, uh, when uh, all my musicians uh, in that particular band moved back, uh, I mean, my bass player was from Managua, Nicaragua, and he moved home. Um, I uh, I decided to start the Winter Kill Band, and it's been this ever-evolving group of people coming in and out of the studio and either donating time or 
at least cut me a break on some of their uh, their rates, and we've been able to put this record together and the the next one. Awesome. And uh, you're South Shore born, right? Um, no, I was born in Jupiter, West Palm Beach. Um, my mother is originally from Hanover, Massachusetts. Um, she married a Danish immigrant, and uh, they they had moved. She met him on Cape Cod, um, and his uh, family had a place in Jupiter. And I was born down there. Uh, went back and forth for a lot of years. Um, and uh, but the majority of my time has been spent. Uh, I went to high school for two years in Hanover. High school for two years in Marshfield. Um, so uh, we grew up around here. After, you know, after my parents split up, uh, you know, mom got us and uh, and brought us back up here and spent the majority of my time either fishing out of Situate or, you know, working around this area. Or recording in Hanover. Or recording in Hanover at Ultrasound. Yeah, the legendary Joe Clapp. He, he's honest to God, and I, I've met a lot of talented people. He's the most talented guy I've ever met. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's just— And he's a nice guy, too. Uh, he's so humble about it, and, you know, when I tell him— when I when you know when I told him, uh, you know, Joe, you produce this record, he was like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with saying that. And I was like, dude— you you made I mean he put so much of himself into this a lot of the guitar work the feel of the songs um, a lot of that came from Joe and he's just got this way of pulling the best out of you I mean he just it's so comfortable and cool and and uh, if he thinks that you did something that didn't fit he has absolutely no problem saying you know you're a great guy but what you just played was god awful <laughs> so please do it again. So it's cool. He's just he's become a really good friend and I mean I, I really appreciate him. Awesome. Well you brought the guitar with you. Let's uh let's hear a song. What are we starting yeah. off the night with? Uh this is uh called um That Bird Won't Fly. All right. We have Christian Montgomery on our tiny stage tonight, ninety five nine WATD. It's all yours. Fly. 
something about the way she moves the moment she walks in the room. Something about the way she turns your head. Sometimes I think it's make believe the way she brings me to my knees, black magic that I've never felt. There's a place that I go when I fall into dream, where it's still you and me and the memories of the times that pass. They seem to last. We're perfect and broken. I always the same. I just keep on praying. There's gotta be a reason why that bird won't fly. That bird won't fly. Yeah, that bird won't fly. That bird won't fly. Something about the way she moves the moment you walk in the room. Something about the way she turns your head. Great job on that, man. That's a killer tune. Thanks. Talk about how you wrote that one. Oh gosh. Um, well, this uh, a lot of this um, record was written um, while I was in prison. Believe it or not. Um, not like a Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues type of thing or a phone call from Leavenworth by Chris Whitley. Um, but uh, I'm a type 1 diabetic, and I was uh, involved in a pretty bad divorce, and um, I had asked for the divorce, and um, the the whole process was really messy, and uh, I got to a point where I had uh, exhausted all of my finances and uh, tried to stay in my kids' lives, and Tried to be the same dad that I was prior, and um, unfortunately, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I asked the judge for a modest, little modification in child support so I could afford my insulin, and he said no. So I did what any grown man does. I paid my support, tried my best to be in their lives, and uh, ended up in, uh, being brought back to life at Beth Israel Deaconess Hospital in a diabetic coma. And I made the mistake of telling the judge what I thought of him. And... Uh, <laughs> That landed me in prison for six months, and uh, my wife came every visit throughout that time, um, and uh, I and she uh, she stuck by me the whole way. And I wrote that bird won't fly. I mean, it was uh, she had every reason in the world to say, "Man, there's just too much drama in this guy's life." Um, every reason in the world to walk away. I mean. But uh, she stuck by me, and she was she was just that bird that just uh, she just kept coming back every single time, and uh, that's a it's all about her. What a great story! Thanks. It's amazing how sometimes the most devastating moments in life can create such incredibly beautiful art. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Jay Miller was talking about. That the catharsis through music, and um, I mean honestly. Um, this record, in a lot of ways, probably saved my life. I mean, um, you know, uh, one of the songs on my record, Razor Wire Heart, is uh, um, it's about, you know, trying to stay who you are while you're in there. And uh, my experience was uh, um, was pretty god-awful. I mean, I, I, uh, 
I had a f- pretty decent fist fight at my age and realized that I could still handle myself, but it ended me up in solitary confinement. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, sometimes you, a man has to do what a man has to do. And um, so I did. Now, that's also where the album title comes from, correct? Yeah, the Gravel Church was a, it was like a 25 by 25 foot space that I was allowed to walk around while I was in there. Um, and uh, I, there was all sorts of different kinds of people in there. I mean, a lot of people in there for just simple domestic reasons. I mean, um, you know, a lot of people get, I think people get thrown in there for for pretty silly reasons nowadays. Um, but uh, that's where I did most of my thinking, most of my praying. Um, I uh, was the only place I could see the sunshine, really. And, um, you know, it was uh, it was six months of hell. I mean, I know other guys have done stints in prison that are twice, three times as long. Some guys went in as children, come out old men. Um, but any amount of time in there, um, it's just human beings aren't meant to be locked up. And, uh, um, you know... It, there's there's a there's a long period of recovery after we send people there. And what I love about this record in particular is that the songs don't have any any a specific reference to to your your time. I mean, the the gravel church that can be an, an analogy for almost anything. So people can interpret this album and and they could be going through something totally separate, but this album could echo what what they're going through in a different way. Oh yeah. I mean, uh this the next song I was going to play you're new. Um, it's, it's a typical, uh, a, a typical kind of country vibe. Um, I was sitting in a bar with a bunch of my friends after I had gone through a really bad breakup and this extraordinarily beautiful woman came over and started talking to me, you know, making the small talk and working her way up to the grand offer. And, um, uh, my buddy just kind of, you know, looked at her, put his hand on her shoulder and went, excuse me, ma'am, he's kind of in his own head right now, but we're going to let you hang out for a while because you're new. And, you know, we all kind of looked at each other and chuckled and she laughed at us. And she I don't think she knew that she was the inspiration for a song, but it happened. That's awesome. Well, let's hear yeah. it. We have cool. Christian Montgomery on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Um. Just not tonight. Come on, we'll 
Fantastic. Christian Montgomery on 95.9 WATD. Now, a song like that, Christian, how long did that take you to write? Um, not long. That's my problem. I, uh, if you haven't, if you can't tell by the nervous look on my face, um, I had to, these two songs are off Gravel Church. Um, and, uh, I forget how to play them as fast as I write them um, right now. I mean, being in the studio tonight with Joe, I mean, we got four new songs coming. And, um, I mean, I don't know what's happened or uh, what it is that's changed. I, I I used to have to think about things a lot longer, and now they just come. So um, That's so not a bad thing when you're a songwriter. No, not at all. You know, uh, what was it? John Prine said uh, that it's uh, the, the best feeling in the world is having a hit song in your back pocket and you're the only one who's heard it, you know? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. We are up against our first timeout of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to chat with with Christian Montgomery tonight on 95.9 WATD, so stick around. We're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. We're your radio station, the South Shores 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night, age of 10, Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Make sure to follow us online tonight at Almost Famous Radio on Instagram. You can find our podcast at almostfamousradio.com and you can stream us live tonight at the all new 959WATD.com. So my name is John Shea and tonight on the Tiny Stage, and it's really good to have live music back in the studio again. We're being joined by Christian Montgomery. How's it going in there? It's good. I'm hanging in there. Sounding great tonight. Thanks. So uh, remind us of the new album. Uh, The new album is called The Gravel Church. It's uh, available on all of the music platforms. It is is my current pride and joy. Um, Probably saved my life, and uh, um, it's been getting great great reviews, and uh, I won't toot my own horn, but I'm just 
I'm really excited that people like it and um you know it, it it seems as though people can relate to it and and I hope they enjoy it. Well you should you should boost that ego because it <laughs> it sounds amazing. I've been hearing it all over Boston radio and some of the Boston podcasts. So congrats man. It's a Thanks. it's a great piece of work. Thank you. So Talk about or, or tell us about your online presence, uh, website, social media, anything like that. Yeah, you can um, you can find uh, my my website. Um, it's uh, kmwkb.com, You know, for Christian Montgomery and the Winter Kill Band. Um, www.wk. I'm sorry. Yeah, w, <laughs> www.kmwkb.com. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on social media. We're on the YouTube. We're uh, we are on everything. Um, you know, we're. Uh, I mean, you can find us on Amazon. Um, all of the uh, iTunes. Um, all the uh, music platforms. So the band name, uh, the Winter Kill Band. I just finished reading. The uh, latest book on Whitey Bulger, Killing Whitey by Casey Sherman. And um, I'm, I'm curious to know what, what inspired the band name. Um, it has nothing to do with Whitey Bulger, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> I I am an avid hunter of white-tailed deer. And um, a friend of mine, where we were hunting um, last season, and uh, we came upon uh, I don't know, 12, 13 deer that had passed away um and he had said something in respect to it being one of the worst winter kill years in a long time and uh you know just being a, a native new englander i said to myself uh you know um winter kill you know well the 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 new englanders really need something to do to kill off that winter and so winter kill band kind of became a metaphor for uh having something to do somewhere to go and something to listen to um, while we were uh, just trying to get through this uh, particular uh, snowy season. What a great description. I love yeah. that. I, and all the time yeah. I was thinking it was had to do with the uh, the Winter Hill Gang. No, I mean, I do. Uh, it, it is <laughs> it is funny. My former grandfather-in-law was uh, a boxing coach. Um, as I boxed when I was younger. And um, he uh, taught Whitey Bulger how to box at his gym when he was a kid. Um didn't have a nice thing to say about him, but said that he he taught him how to fist fight. Um, I don't think he did very well because I I, <laughs> I I heard that whenever it was one on one, he got his ass whooped. Yes, you know? <laughs> excellent. Christian Montgomery in studio tonight, and uh, let's go back into the music. What do you want to share with us next? Oh gosh, all right. This is a brand new song. Um, all right, a debut. Um, it is. Uh, I'm going to have to swap out a couple of uh, of words for other words, um, but I, I think I can take one F word and add another one. Um, and make it radio friendly. All right, yeah, that's good. We yeah. But the, this song is about. It's called American Fire. It's about what's going on right yeah. now. Advertising is tight. We can't pay the fines right now. Right, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready. All right.
Excellent. Christian Montgomery on our tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD with another great tune and maybe my favorite opening line to a song ever performed on the show. Yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different word, um, but uh, same meaning, the same meaning. um, But it's uh, just where we're at right now. And, um, you know, the uh, this next record that we're doing, uh, the title of it is uh, tentatively The Prince of Poverty. And um, it's uh, it's a very working man friendly album. Can I ask about influences? Because I heard a lot um, in that song in particular. Well, you tell me what you hear. I hear a lot of um, like Steve Earle, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, well, kind I, of the uh, the Heartland Rock, John Mellencamp. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's well, I I definitely channeled the uh, inner Bruce Springsteen with my Lost in the USA. I, I, I uh, it just fit perfect in that spot, and so I stole it and kind of made it mine. But um, I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up on country, but um, I listened to a lot of Bruce Coburn when I was younger. Um, but uh, Bruce Coburn, Johnny Cash, definitely John Mellencamp. Um, I mean, that was, he's, uh, he's in my top ten. It's funny you should mention you know? Bruce Coburn because there's a, a station that I listen to whenever I'm up in the, uh, the Portland, Maine area. And every station around, you know, this part of the country – when you mention Bruce, they immediately think Bruce Springsteen. Up in that, up in Maine, when you yeah. say Bruce, they go, they think Bruce Coburn. It's- yeah, no, you know, if I had a rocket launcher, uh, was a song that had a lot of meaning to me because I spent time in Central America um, right after the wars, and um, 
it was still pretty dangerous. I mean, I, I found some old pictures of me with dual AK-47 sitting at a table with a bottle of tequila in my hand, and it was uh, it was a pretty scary place down there. And that song, if I had a rocket launcher, uh, um, yeah, I think it was probably one of the the best protest songs I've heard in my lifetime. I mean, I, I, you know, going up against John Lennon's tough, but uh, that was that song just had so much meaning and power behind it. And it's got a great video too. It does. It does. Man, that guy had the weirdest hair. You know, <laughs> and he still does. Like. Not quite Lyle Lovett, but it's in the same. Yeah, he's close. You know? <laughs> We're chatting with Christian Montgomery tonight on the Tiny Stage. And share with us your website again, if you it would. It is www.kmwkb.com. So from talking about musical influences, what influences your writing? Uh, just anything and everything that happens to me. Uh, one of my friends once told me that I, <laughs> I make any I make Hemingway look like a Cub Scout. Um, <laughs> I have uh, I've traveled the world. You know, I, I have my father's family's from Denmark. Um, you know, I have that travel gene. Um, you know, a very Viking um, behavior, and uh, you know, uh, I've. Anything it, that could happen has happened to me. I, I found out I had a half-brother in Alaska who is um, – his mother is a Lucian Indian um, and, uh, from my dad's first marriage. And um, you know, his son moved to Hawaii and married a native Hawaiian girl. Um, my, my Norse DNA has made it all over the planet, and, uh, and I have – always just had this longing for family and I've searched them all out and found them all and made friends all over the world and uh, these songs are all about those stories and about uh about finding family you know about finding home I mean I'm I'm not quite there yet but uh but I'll 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 find a place I'll find my place eventually. <laughs> that's amazing. And that, that's, again, that's, that's the amazing thing about music is, you know, when you find it, you'll write about it. It's like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So uh, let's, uh, let's do another song. What do you want to play next? Uh, this is a song off uh, the new album, Prince of Poverty. It's, uh, it's called My Way Home. It's, uh, <laughs> it's about stumbling out of bars. Um, my former guitar player, Charlie Hill, was just in the studio with me uh, about an hour ago, and um, it's a story about the adventures that he and I had <laughs> throughout the years. Awesome. Well, let's hear it. We have Christian Montgomery on the tiny stage right here on 95.9 WATD. Take it away. Woke up smelling like fire water. And I think I took one to the chin Well, I don't need your comfort or judgment For the situation I find myself in If I stumble, please forgive me But I'll find my way Snakes are prophets. Anticipate my soul burning in hell. If 
if I stumble, please forgive me, but I'll find my way home. I'm a man with no religion, but I'll find my way home. If I Please forgive me, but I'll find my way home. I'm a man with no religion, but I'll find my way home. Take me home. Very nice. Yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> That was a struggle. You killed it, though. That's great. Thanks. Talk about uh, how you wrote that one. Oh, gosh. Um, When I was in a band um, with my friend Charlie for many years, we used to start off every show by doing two shots of tequila. Um, I've been a recovering alcoholic for the better part of five, six years now. And um, I, uh, I just... I never... It was never one of those people who asked for help. I was always that guy at the bar who was quiet. I never got into trouble. I, I was just that that miserable person that uh, would drag my guitar out of the bar at the end of the night, and the beautiful girl would look at me and say, "You have so much potential. What are you doing? You're wasting it all." And I would always say, "Don't worry. I'll find my way home." You know, um, and uh, and that's that's what it was all about. It was just. Uh, you know, I think I'm in a pretty good spot right now. I feel I feel great. Um, you know, my my health has improved with uh, my blood sugars and all that jazz. And uh, I am, uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm feeling pretty good about you know the person that I am today. And uh, I've made a lot of really good changes. And um, so uh, it's all about finding my way home. Well, that's great, man. Congrats. We are chatting with Christian Montgomery tonight on the Tiny Stage here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and uh, Christian, I know that uh, I'm sure like many musicians, you're you're missing live performances. Oh, you're not like when we started working on this record. Um, you know, Joe's one of those really talented guys that you say, um, you know, you, you work with him. And you're always questioning, like, why is a guy this talented working with me? Um, and then, you know, as we got through the record a little bit further and a little bit further, I was like, I can't wait to do a live show. And he said, yeah, I hear you. And I was like, so you want to you wanna play too? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, you're the guitar player. And, um, you know, we have, we have so many good friends uh, surrounding us that play different instruments. And uh, um, we were so geared up for a big CD release bash. And we were just going to have so much fun and you know, celebrate the release of this record, and and that all just got stalled. So we're all just chomping at the bit. I mean, you know. Well, I know uh, this past weekend um, and going forward, it looks like uh, outdoor restaurant shows are are very slowly starting to happen. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen like uh, I don't. Do you know Phil Pacino? Oh yeah. I mean, like Phil. Um, He's, I think he's probably one of the hardest working musicians I've ever seen. And he's out there constantly. Um, super talented guy. Him and Aldous Collins and all those guys. You see him online. 
doing shows, kind of, uh, you know, keeping the seats warm. And I can, you know, you can kind of tell by the amount of likes and views um, it, that people are really starting to get geared up to go out and to have a good time and to enjoy life again. And, um, you know, I, I follow all those guys and kind of watch to see what's happening. Um, I put my YouTube videos up, you know, specifically because of that last song that I did. Um, because sometimes playing live, um, when you're writing one after another and another, you sit there scratching your head going, I'll take three, take four, take five. (laughs) Um, but, uh, no, it's, uh, those guys are still rocking hard. And I, I mean, I, I can't wait to get out there. Where do you see the future of live music heading? It has to head back to right where it was. I mean, there's no choice. I mean, I, I think we have to go back to life as normal. Um, I, I don't think anybody will ever be happy if we have to wear masks and we can't. Um, I, I agree mean, completely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're a very tribal species. We don't isolate. Um, that's what's made us successful. Um, we, we're able to, to, to tribe up and build pyramids and, and uh, monuments and, and do things together. We're not, we're, not, we're not solitary. My hope is that once venues start to reopen, people will, will appreciate the independent live performance more than they did before. Maybe, you know, not talking talking at a bar while somebody's playing, maybe paying a little bit more attention, dropping some money into the tip jar. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I think the songs that are coming out are going to be more meaningful too. I think we're going to have songs that really remind us of where we were today. You know, 20 years from now, you're going to go, oh, I remember that song. That that was from the, that was during the pandemic when we were all sitting home. That song helped me get through it. You know exactly. So, uh, and also, uh, since you really can't make money playing out sh- with shows, I know you uh, in particular have a, a pretty decent uh, merch collection that's available. Talk about how yeah. how that works. Um, well, my my cousin Leanna, who played fiddle on my version of Auld Lang Sign is in charge of all my merch and my website and everything. She's been helping out. Uh, she's a phenomenal violin player. Um, and uh, if you go to my website, you can buy t-shirts and sweatshirts and uh, you can get CDs. And my wife has even convinced me that people might want one if it's signed. So I'll even sign it. Um, and uh, um, except I'm going to sign it humbly yours. You're not just going to get a Christian monk <laughs> But uh, it's uh, yeah, we're we're actually we're actually doing pretty good in that regard. A lot of people have been buying shirts and sweatshirts and buying CDs and um, and helping support us. Uh, it, it it makes a big difference. I mean, my hope is is that this record will support the next one. Um, I'm not really looking to make a killing, but I want to be able to at least continue to make music for people. Fantastic. Well, let's hear some more music. What do you want to share next? I think we have time for uh, for two more songs. Uh, This song is called Don't Call Me Baby. Um, It is a song about the Nevada desert. It is a a song I wrote about a dream I had about a particular woman who uh, took me out into the desert, made me dig my own grave, and shot me to death. Um, Not a true story. Not a true story. No. No, it was a dream. It was a terrible nightmare. Um, But just the weirdest part about the nightmare, and I woke up and remembered it, is after every shot she fired, she said, don't worry, baby. It's okay, baby. And I was just like, man, this is weird. Um, I mean, I was promised flashbacks, but uh, I you know, didn't know they were going to happen when I was dreaming. But, um, Take it away whenever you're ready. Don't 
is a legend of me little mama carrying a gun she found Jesus in a paper cup you be converted for you had enough she's a bitter pill to swallow lately once she's on top she'll drive you crazy ain't no skirt gonna save me please just don't call me baby What she'll say She gonna love you till the end of days She gonna be your favorite high you Feel like you're living long after you die She's a bitter pill to swallow lately Once she's on top she'll drive you crazy Excellent. Christian Montgomery in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Give your website again, if you would. www.kmwkb.com Awesome. And the Winter Kill Band. Who would talk about the, uh, the, the members of that band? Who was involved? Um, well, Joe was, uh, he was a huge member of the band. Uh, he played guitar. He played lap steel, um, played some bass, he played some mandolin, he played some uh, banjo, um, mostly, uh, you know, the the lead guitar stuff, uh, Joe was there. Um, my friend Charlie Hill, who played in Bone Dry System with me, played on Polyamorous, uh, a song I had written. Um, a 
local uh, cellist named Lynette Edmonds came in and played on uh, one of my songs. Um, my cousin Leanna Montgomery played uh, violin, of course, on Auld Lang Syne. Tim Coletti, a local bass player, extraordinaire and amazing graphic designer, um, came in and played on half of the um, ba- uh, songs for bass. Keith Schleicher of the band uh, Heave Ho, the Heave Ho from Boston, um, came in and played some bass. I used to be in a band with him, uh, a Silver Lake-based uh, band of guys when I was uh, in high school. And... Uh, um, my friend Mike Dardis came in, played a little bit of piano. Um, Mike's a beast. <laughs> Mike was in the Christian Montgomery band with me. He was the piano player. Um, he's one of my favorite people. Like I, just, I, it's awesome. He's one of those friendships I've had where sometimes we lose touch, but every time we see each other, we pick up at the last spot we left off. Usually doing something completely immature. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Ch- yeah, he's just awesome. He's such a good person, such a good soul, uh, and one of the most talented piano players I've ever met in my life. I and mean, he's a great guitar player too. He's which a great. I didn't he, he is a great guitar player. Um, you know, and it's a riot. I love going out to see him play because he'll immediately bust. Uh, this, we had this one song called "Dying in My Car" about a cross country trip I took, and um, Mike immediately he sees me, and we both just jump on that song and just start playing. Um, I see Mike uh, a couple times a year, but I, I almost always see him at some type of musician Christmas gathering, and he's always the guy that starts uh, that starts yeah. playing. Do they know it's Christmas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know, he's he's a very fast paced gentleman. Um, so the only person I know with ADHD that's worse than mine. <laughs> and when we used to do shows, we had to go song to song to song because if we didn't, Mike would start either playing something from. Um, Charlie Brown, or he would start playing the interlude song from Monty Python's Flying Circus <laughs> and stuff. The guy's awesome. And um, but uh, Gabe Luxton played uh, on a few. Uh, he's a local drummer. Um, Jeff Armstrong from the Delta Generators played on. He's half. a good guy too. He yeah. I was just in the studio with him today. Um, he uh, he's just a, he's the best drummer I've ever played with in my life. I mean, he had two songs he was prepared for tonight, and I threw two brand new ones at him, and he just just conquered them I, I mean and not just played drums he changed the song i mean he made it something different than where it was going i mean he's just so good um but uh last but not least um a female vocalist named kayla dutton who is a she's been in cover bands throughout the area um she's a staple uh um plymouth person uh in the music scene she's uh her and her brother ed dutton have been doing covers and bands since i was a kid uh, and she just has a beautiful angelic voice, um, and uh, just such a wonderful person. I mean, we've we've just we're really good friends. Um, you know, we uh, we've uh, we've known each other for a really long time, and just she's a beautiful person inside and out. And came in, donated some time, and was really like I totally threw her under the bus. I was like, hey, just go in the booth, and whatever you do, you do. And she just nailed it. It was like holy. I mean, all the guys in the studio were listening to her, and the girls <laughs> in the studio were going. Did she just hit that note? Did she just hit that note? I'm like, yeah, she just hit that note. That was amazing. Wow. So she's she's really cool. The uh, albums with a lot of spontaneity seem to really be my favorites, I think. Yeah, we just – it's so much fun being in the studio and just creating music. And the best part about it is when somebody else puts their two cents into it and completely takes it to another place. And you're like, wow, that was that's cool, you know. 
Awesome. We are chatting tonight with Christian Montgomery, and we are up against our final break of the night. So uh, we'll uh, chat more with Christian. We'll close things out. Mike Joshua with Americana Rama. He's on deck. He's getting ready to take you from 10 tonight till uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, I believe. I, I, I can't tell what day it is out of these days. So, uh, yeah. So Mike Joshua coming up next, and uh, we'll chat more with Christian Montgomery right after this on Almost Famous. 95.9 WATD. Wherever you go, we're there. Listen online at 95.9 WATD.com. We're the South Shores radio station. 95.9 WATD. And for the final time this evening, welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. And for a few more moments until we welcome Mike Joshua to the radio station, we have Christian Montgomery on the tiny stage. How you doing? I'm, I'm all right, thanks. Sounding great tonight. Thank you so much for making this work. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's My a, pleasure. Especially during these times, every, every play, every share, every interview, it seems like it means a lot more, you know? So. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate you, you reaching out because the album is amazing. Thanks. So uh, give us the, the information on, on the current album, because I know that there's an EP in the works, but you've got one that's out right now. Yeah, The Gravel Church is out. Um, you can join our mailing list on our website, uh, www.kmwkb.com. Stay in touch. Um, you know, we're going to be planning a CD release party. I'm hoping to do something big, in hopefully in Plymouth. Um, it all depends on what uh, Charlie Baker will let us do. You know, he's a... Uh, um, it's all up to him. He's the boss. So yes, it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that we've done a good enough job quarantining and staying away from everybody, you know, each other for a little while. I mean, I think Massachusetts was the shining spot in the country as far as uh, this was concerned, and um, I think we really did a great job um, and saved a lot of lives by doing what we did. And I think now we need to celebrate. We need to get out there and congratulate ourselves for our due diligence and yes. for making sure our neighbors were safe and checking on our brothers and sisters and making sure that uh, we all took care of each other. And I, I am dying for a, like a, a really good cheeseburger and a cold drink. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. And for the record, we are, uh, we are between uh, three, about three feet of glass. So yeah. we're, not, we're not passing any, any no, droplets. No, we're, we're fine. But it, you know, we gotta, we gotta do this before, before this. I mean, if, if we don't get out and get to do something before the snow, we're all going to go mad. We can't. We, we're not. I'm guaranteeing you this winter is just going to be awful. So we have to make sure that we celebrate now. Agreed completely. So um, Christian Montgomery, what are we closing out the night with? Um, I wrote this song called Tired of Being Tired. Um, one of the things I realized while we were quarantined was that we're all so tired of being tired. And here in the United States, I think this was a huge wake-up call. I think other countries, um, like my other home in Denmark, have kind of led the way. Um, we need to spend more time with our families. We need to work less. Um, America shouldn't be a place where you have to work until you die. Um, we're, we're, we're a species, a creature that needs to interact. We need to form relationships with others, especially our family. And um, I think that, I think that we're all, we've all realized that this rat race um, – of every man for himself, um, you know, every, you know, make a buck no matter what is just gone too far. And, and we need to find a way to spend more time together to love each other and to, uh, 
and to be able to appreciate our friendships again instead of uh, sneering at our neighbor over the fence. Um, you know, we should be uh, all sitting at the picnic table hanging out together. Couldn't agree more. Christian, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Best of luck with the new record and the upcoming EP, and we'll, we'll catch you on the other side. Thanks. Since I've seen my Bonnie Bray And we're working longer hours And they're cutting all our pay We pray to the angels But they don't hear our cries We're up in the mountains drinking While we're tired We're tired of being tired The factory is filthy And the morale's breaking down some to the black lung and the others to the crowds men can become monsters and you've seen what we have done they murdered the foreman and I killed the mayor's son cause I'm tired I'm tired of being tired 